Welcome back to Henrico Happenings. I'm Victoria Davis. I know it's been a while since you've heard from us, but there's a lot taking place in Henrico County. So I am here to share all about it. And so it's budget season for Henrico. And in the studio with me today is Deputy County Manager for Administration, Brandon Hinton. Welcome back. You've been a previous guest with us. So thanks for taking time to join us today. Yeah. Hi, Victoria. It's always a pleasure uh, to do these. And uh, you said it's budget season. It's always budget season. Always. <laughs> uh, this is starting to ramp up a little bit, but we're really excited. And we have some amazing staff who have put their hands on this. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see that in the product. Wonderful. So like you said, I know every year, but all year, we're looking at our budget as a county and prioritizing things that are core values or core services to our citizens. And so this year um, with the budget, we have a lot of things happening um, for our budget. So tell us a little bit about some of those highlights. Sure. As a, as a former budget director myself, it always amazes me how much you can fit into a budget every year. Yeah. Um, you do some amazing things, and then you go back and look at what we haven't talked about yet, and these are all amazing things as well. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, uh, so we really geared up working on the budget this fall. Uh, with our budget staff, Justin Crawford, our budget director, did his staff did a phenomenal job of taking the county manager's vision mm -hmm. and putting it into this document that we're going to start talking about in the coming weeks. All the time, the county manager is focused on the employee. Yeah. When we talk about budgets, um, he wants to make sure always that we give, uh, we lead the region in raises for staff, that we lead the region in all things people. So I almost feel like I'm not the right person to make this announcement to be this podcast because so much effort went into this. Yeah. Um, but I'm very pleased and proud uh, to tell all employees, not just on the general government side, but schools, yeah. uh, when you look at raises across the board, so it impacts literally every single employee. Mm -hmm. This is the largest raise, the largest salary increase this county has given in more than 33 years wow. since 1991. Um, and the drum rolls, if you will, but um, all salaries are increasing about 8.2% uh, starting July 1, which, uh, again, I've been here 20 years. We, I've never seen anything close yeah. to 8.2% yeah. across the board. So it really is a substantial investment uh, in the employee, but it, it's the county manager's vision that, we're, that the staff have implemented to make this happen. And uh, we're able to execute that. And that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Really unheard of, like you said. So what else can we expect in our budget outline here? So uh, a good local government recognizes the employee, but also recognizes its its residents. Yeah. Um, and as we all know, uh, for the folks who receive their real estate assessments in the mail, uh, for those who are seeing the personal property tax increases, if you recall last uh, in the last year or so, we've announced a series of tax cuts, tax relief, uh, it actually exceeded $50 million in tax relief in one year. But we're not stopping there. Uh, more tax relief has been announced already. There's a two cent um, real estate tax credit coming to all homeowners. That's 100,000 checks um, being received by residents as a refund for, uh, for, 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 for real estate property or real estate tax. Um, what this budget does is more than that. So on the personal property tax front, so vehicles, mm -hmm. we are reducing a permanent reduction in the personal property tax rate of 10 cents. So currently we have a $3.50 per $100 assessed valuation tax uh, on, on vehicles. That number is being reduced to $3.40. 
which is the lowest in the region, mm-hmm. one of the lowest in the state, if not the lowest in the state. We're still looking at some of those uh, those numbers, but it's it's permanent tax relief. And for those who know Henrico, uh, we don't increase taxes once we decrease them. Yeah. You go back to real estate, we haven't increased in 45 years, yeah. Yeah. but have, have had a number of cuts in that time frame. If you look at all tax relief in the fiscal year, in this fiscal year budget, mm-hmm. you're looking at yet another $26 million in tax relief. So if you add the two within a year span, you're looking at over $75 million in tax relief for our constituents and, and residents. And I think that's a recognition that, yes, there's inflation. Yes, real estate values are going up. It's a, there's a market to that. Yes, vehicles have gone up. There's a market reason for that. It's recognized. Yeah. And we are, uh, our board and our, our county manager and staff have recognized that as well. So let's give that money back to the people that it belongs to. Uh, I also want to talk about our real estate advantage program. Yeah. So for those of you that aren't familiar with that, uh, for individuals, homeowners at a certain age with a certain threshold, income threshold, um, there is tax relief that, um, that offsets your tax bill every year. Yeah. Um, we're also proposing to increase that number, the, the maximum amount of tax relief from $3,000 to $3,200, uh, recognizing that uh, the, the house values are going up. And we don't want to penalize uh, our, our senior citizens who are on a fixed income mm-hmm. by having uh, not in, inflating the top credit that we give. So we're trying to keep pace with the average house value in Henrico. We realized at 3000 we were lagging the average amount. Right. So uh, with the manager's uh, uh, recommendation to staff, uh, they were able to recommend in this proposed budget a $200 increase of that to... Uh, to make tax relief for REAP the maximum amount tied to the average household price in Henrico. Um, so that's something that's within the proposed manager's budget as well. Um, so as well with our proposed budget here, there's some other uh, core services that are priority that we really focus on throughout the budget. Absolutely. Uh, you go back many, many years, um, you can't find a budget that doesn't have a statement that the majority of resources are allocated to schools and public safety. Mm-hmm. Um, this budget's no different. 78 cents of every single new dollar within the general fund is being allocated to schools and public safety. Um, so that's the priority of the board because that's the priority of our residents. That's the yeah. priority of our businesses. We had to have a great school system. Um, our school system is everything to this locality. We can't have any slippage there um, or else there's residual impacts across the board. Yeah. Um, and we have a phenomenal school system, by the way. And Dr. Cashwell, uh, hats off to her and her leadership team for putting forward a, yet another phenomenal uh, operating budget for our Board of Supervisors to consider as well. Um, so a lot of investment in schools. In public safety, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of investment. Um, clearly, there's concerns with violent crime in Henrico. Yeah. Uh, there's a multi-year effort to add 50 new police officers to our fleet uh, or to our complement. This budget adds 10 more of those officers to address violent crime and to have more officers in the street. Um, But also, in the current fiscal year, we found within vacant positions across the county, 10 positions to move to police to add to their SROs, their student resource officers, to address school safety. Mm -hmm. I know that's very heavy on parents' minds. I'm a parent of three kids at Henrico Schools. All of us as parents are concerned every day. 
So um, having more SROs in the school system for student safety is a priority of this county manager and a priority of the board. This board, this budget recognizes those 10 positions officially for the first time. Uh, we're also building a new police station out in Verina, near, uh, not too far from the airport. Um, we have one out there currently that's not too far away that we lease. Yeah. It's actually the most expensive lease in the county. Uh, we're going to build them a brand new state-of-the-art police station uh, out near the airport. And that's funding for that is also included in this budget. So um, once again, a significant investment in public safety. And uh, you wouldn't find it in Henrico any other way. I'm also talking um, just about just the overall proposed budget. Um, there is a heavy call on water and sewer. Um, I know that is heavy over in the western part of Tuckahoe District, Miss O'Bain is very advocate about the the sewer over there. So tell us a little bit about how we're going to address those concerns. Sure. You know, with, with water and sewer, it's uh, it may be the least sexy thing we talk about, right? <laughs> uh, a lot of the, the infrastructure is buried. You don't see it. Yeah. But it's everything yeah. to, to a local government. And it's not just investments today. Uh, it's investments forever that we're making. You look at Cobbs Creek Reservoir, for example. We've talked a lot about Cobbs Creek, yeah. 15 years now or Major more. project. Uh, a $280 plus million project that will provide water. It will guarantee water for this county for at least the next five decades. Uh, again, something people kind of out of sight, out of mind, but it's for it's, it's forethought and yeah. where we're going as a, as a county in the future. You think about businesses. Uh, who have to have water access. And then you look west in the country and you look about water and lack of water. Um, we are setting ourselves up to thrive for the long term and thinking through those issues now. Uh, in fact, next year, Cobbs Creek will be operational. Yeah. Finally, uh, and the budget before you that we're talking about includes the first positions tied to Cobbs Creek. So now it's a reality. We've been talking about it. We've been seeing it built. It's a massive holding billions of dollars, billions of, dollars, billions of gallons of water, uh, but that will soon be operational. The things that Bentley and his team are thinking about that will not just impact today, but 20, 30, 50, 7,500 years from now. Um, outstanding. Yeah, but these investments have to have happen sometime, and they're happening now. And that is outstanding. I tell you, there's no better locality that we can serve here in Henrico County. I mean, we look at it from the whole person from your water to your safety, all of it, your schools that your children have to go to. So who wouldn't want to live in Henrico County? <laughs> yeah, well, how, and, you know, on that front, uh, the budget also includes $317 million in capital projects. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've talked a lot through the bond referendum about the King infrastructure. Yeah. And, and we do in Henrico a phenomenal job of keeping up with and you think about how much infrastructure we have, and schools alone has 72 schools to maintain, uh, over half of which are uh, 50 years old or older. So um, the, we had an overwhelming support for a bond referendum mm -hmm. last year, and by overwhelming, it was mind-blowing, frankly. Yeah. Uh, we're almost 9 out of 10 voters voted yes. Uh, so meeting that obligation and promise, this budget also includes the first round of bond projects as promised to the citizens, which includes the rebuild of Davis Elementary School, yeah. rebuild of Longan Elementary School, two older schools that really need new infrastructure, new learning environments, um, new community assets, because these all, this is what this is, is quality of life and community asset. 
It also includes funding for this new environmental education facility out in Verina, out in your neck of the woods, uh, that we've talked a lot about, uh, but support the new environmental study center at Verina High School, uh, but one where my kids who, who live in Tuckahoe uh, and go to Tuckahoe schools were able to take a field trip out there and get their hands dirty and you know play with the frogs because it's on the river. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so be able to play with the frogs and see the environment and not just learn about it from a book. But get to see it firsthand. Uh, So some really exciting things on the capital front. You talked about the water and sewer investments. Roads. Yeah. Uh, We have a number of road and pedestrian improvement projects. Uh, It is quite unfortunate. You're seeing, um, it's all too often we're seeing folks uh, hit by vehicles, pedestrians hit by vehicles. Um, And we are going as fast and hard as we can and adding sidewalks in all five magisterial districts across the county. These funds will help make that faster. It'll help uh, accomplish some of those goals faster in some of our more um, walked areas to make them safer for uh, for our folks, for our citizens. Yeah. Walkability areas, bicycles, um, because that's coming really prominent now, just in the world that we live in. Everybody's bicycling and trails are a new thing. So sidewalks would definitely yeah. be helpful to I know a lot of folks. <laughs> well, as Terrell tell you, 20, 30 years ago, people didn't want these assets. Yeah. Um, and now we're having to retrofit these neighborhoods and these older roads to build these assets. And it's it's a little challenging. It's certainly a little more expensive, but yeah. it's something we have to do as, uh, as good governments do. Enhance uh, the quality of life. Hey, we talk about, um, you know, the, the quality of life all the time here in Enrico and uh, the whole live, play, work idea. This is part of that live and play. That's right. That's right. So we have a lot going on in this proposed budget, Brandon. <laughs> it's, it is a lot. I'm telling you, um, I was preparing for this and going through that list of highlights. And, you know, you go to $60 million investment in staff alone. That's a yeah. big, big investment. Absolutely. But then all the other things that are going on here, uh, it's almost like it's two budgets in one, yeah. quite frankly. And uh, it's exciting things that are happening in Rico. Yeah, the budget really guides the blueprint for the coming fiscal year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what's most important about this budget, it also allows us flexibility because uh, resources, we're having, a, we've, we've had some very good years on the fiscal front. Mm-hmm. Uh, our fund balance levels are at the highest they've ever been. Fund balance meaning our cash reserves, our, our piggy bank, if you will. Uh, so as always, things happen in the year that need to be addressed, and we have the ability to address those as well. So we're not stretching that piggy bank so much where we have a problem, we're leaving that flexibility and uh, doing what we do best, which is on the fiscal side. Absolutely. That gives us the ability to to be nimble. That's right. Financial stewardship. That's that's the heart of him right go for sure. Absolutely. For sure. So, Brennan, anything else you would like to share with us on today? I know. Um, let's go back to what you said previously. This is a proposed budget. And so uh, the community and the residents will have an opportunity to hear the budget, um, get a presentation about it in a public hearing in April. Um, and so that information would be on our county website That's for right. them to go there to look at that information. But anything else you would like to share? I, no, no. I'm, I'm honored to be here and be the spokesperson for this amazing budget. Um, I don't deserve the credit in the slightest. The credit all goes to uh, those that brought this vision forward. It goes to uh, clearly the county manager and the superintendent. Uh, and to the budget office staff uh, who who worked tirelessly, tirelessly to make this a reality. Um, but, you know, 
it's not just that. It's the department heads. Yeah. It's the staff. It's the staff, the, the amazing workforce who bring creative ideas every day. Um, and they hear you. They hear the citizen. They hear in the street. They, when they're talking to people, they hear what they see as a vision for Henrico, and they communicate that. And, you know, a lot of times that becomes something. Yeah. And uh, those some things end up becoming a budget document. Um, and, and that's, uh, we believe this is representative of the public's needs. Um, the Board of Supervisors, I believe, will as well when we go through this line by line. Uh, but to your point, uh, we want to hear from the public and their thoughts always. And April 11th, we'll have a public hearing on the budget, uh, followed by an April 25th vote on that budget and also uh, some conversations about tax rates. Uh, on the 25th as well. So we want to hear from you. Please come out if you have a concern. Uh, please come out if you have any comment you'd like to make. That is, uh, that's what we do this for. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us today. We have a lot to look forward and a lot of things happening in Henrico. So I want you all to stay tuned, stay engaged, stay involved. Um, again, you could check out the proposed budget on our county website at henrico.us. Um, and feel free to contact any of our budget staff or also meet us at the public hearing in April. Um, thank you again, Brandon, for joining. And that's going to do it for this episode of Henrico Happenings. See you later. Thanks, Victoria. <laughs>